Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 202, and this is episode 200. Huzzah! Enunciating even more clearly and precisely than usual, so, sh- so Shadow knew he was drunk. His words and the sweat that beaded on his forehead in that chilly house were the only indication of this. With forefinger wagging, explained that he was an artist and that his tale should not be seen as literal constructs, but as imaginative recreations, truer than the truth. And Mad Sweeney said, I'll show you an imaginative recreation, my fist imaginatively recreating your fucking face for starters. And Mr. Jekyll bared his teeth and growled at Sweeney, the growl of a large dog who's not looking for a fight, but can always finish one by ripping out your throat. And Sweeney took the message and sat down and poured himself another glass of whiskey. Have you remembered how I do my little coin trick, he asked Shadow with a grin. I have not. If you can guess how I did it, said Mad Sweeney, his lips purple, his blue eyes beclouded. I'll tell you if you get warm. It's not a palm, is it? asked Shadow. It is not. Is it a gadget of some kind, something up your sleeve or elsewhere that shoots the coins up for you to catch? Or a coin on a wire that swings in front of and behind your hand? It is not that neither. More whiskey, anybody? I read in a book about a way of doing the miser's dream with latex covering the palm of your hand, making a skin-colored pouch for the coins to hide behind. This is a sad wake for Great Sweeney, who flew like a bird across all of Ireland and ate watercress in his madness, to be dead and unmourned save for a bird, a dog, and an idiot. No, it is not a pouch. Well, that's pretty much it for ideas, said Shadow. I expect you just take them out of nowhere. It was meant to be sarcasm, but then he saw the expression on Sweeney's face. You do, he said. You do take them from nowhere. Well, not exactly nowhere, said Mad Sweeney, but you're getting the idea. You take them from the horde. The horde, said Shadow, starting to remember. Yes, you just have to hold it in your mind and it's yours to take from. And that's our page. This page gives us drunk Ibis and it sort of makes him sound like he gets even more precise and fussy the drunker he gets. He tells Sweeney that his stories are not meant to be taken literally, even if they are true stories. And that's a common theme in Sandman as well, mostly talking about dreams, which I also realized there was dreams mentioned on the previous page, and I didn't discuss it because it honestly didn't occur to me. But it's something to keep in mind that dreams did come up in the girl who was traveling from Ireland to America. And in Sandman, dreams are not necessarily considered real, but a story, I think there's a quote, I really should have looked it up, There's a quote in Sandman that's something to the effect of a story does not have to have happened for it to be true, and I think we get a similar sense of that on this page as well. Sweeney, though, is more concerned that the stories remain literally true and threatens to punch out Ibis, but once again, this is his wake, and even though he is being honored, Jackal's not going to take that and growls until Sweeney sits down and learns that he just needs to be present but not killed again in his own wake. Sweeney in his own body here, though, is dead. He grins at Shadow and is described as having purple lips and cloudy eyes. If we were expecting that Sweeney might rise from the grave and continue along his journey like Laura, well, that's not going to happen here. Shadow is still not able to wrap his mind around uh, the idea of pulling coins from nowhere. He's still convinced that Sweeney's magic is stage magic, not God magic, and it's actually at this point getting pretty frustrating. He's been in the side in the head of Wednesday, a literal god. He's seen the god forms of Chernabog, Shiva, Nancy, and others, but he's still clinging desperately to the idea that he's living in a world that makes sense. 
Also, not to mention that his wife is back from the dead, and Sweeney has literally already told him that the coin was special. I know earlier we talked a lot more about how Shadow was a person who could only believe and understand things with a tangible form or with some kind of physical evidence, but he's experienced so much at this point that it's it's amazing that he's still in such a weird stage of denial. I guess this is also, though, why I consider the timeline of the novel. He's in denial, but he's only been out of prison for maybe a month at this point, so all this really wacky stuff is only contained maybe 20 days, maybe 30 days. It's not long. So even though he's experienced quite a bit, I guess it's not entirely out of the thought, out of the ordinary, that he would still have doubts and still be trying to find a rational reason behind things. Sweeney gets many good lines in the book, none so good as to be dead and unmourned save for a bird, a dog, and an idiot. I don't have anything to say beyond that. I just love that line. It's true what he says, though. When Swivne went mad, he grew feathers and began to levitate in the air. In Seamus Haney's version of the tale, Sweeney Astray, Sweeney does indeed live on water... In water? On watercress? What the hell did I write? Sweeney does indeed live on watercress. Regardless, Shadow's slow brain train finally gets up to full speed. Just as he's pulling into the station... Is that a metaphor? I, I think I've lost it. But... He starts to remember that Sweeney gets the coins from the Horde, essentially pulling them out of midair. Will it stick now that Shadow finally remembers the method? Well, spoilers for tomorrow's page, yes. Yes, it will. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetale at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues, which I use as my theme. Thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page, and remember, only the gods are real.